just tuned into this episode of Pacey Performance Bite Size. So this clip comes from episode number 299 with Javi Schelling, who's Director of Sports Science and Performance at the San Antonio Spurs. And if you're implementing sports technology, this is an imperative listen. We dive into the trial process, the decision-making process, what to trial, how we can validate and understand whether the technology does what we think it does. So really interesting episode coming up. But just before we do dive into this episode with Javi, I want to say a big thanks to Rock Daisy for sponsoring this episode today. So if you're looking for a free solution to collect, analyze, visualize, and present data to coaches, check out AMS Lite from rockdaisy.com. Would you encourage people who are trying to, or looking at different technologies, whether it be athlete tracking, to get that validity and reliability done themselves? And would you invest that time, whether it's doing it yourself or partnering with another organization, i.e. university, to make sure that is valid and reliable in your environment? And I've spoken to a couple of people about this. Uh, Matt Varley, who was at um, over in Qatar, now back in, in, uh, in, uh, in Australia, and Stu Cormack, both talking about this and how important that is. But I also know that there's practitioners out there who will just say, well, I haven't got the time or resources to be able to do that. But would, no matter what the circumstance, would you always encourage people to do that? I think that whatever it takes, you have to make sure that what you are using, it's valid. That's the first point. Second point, the, the companies, the technology companies should be required to, to meet uh, some standards and we have to be the ones uh, setting those standards uh, for instance now the nba and fifa did it uh, a couple of years ago as well they are doing their own internal validation and and, and making sure that the tracking devices that the teams are using uh, are reporting what the companies are claiming that's great i mean i think that that's the way to go i think that we have to think even broader. I think that there has to be a third-party uh, organization that takes care of betting all technology. That that's very common in the medical community. Why not in the sports community? We're we're moving millions of dollars. So I don't know if that's a branch of the Olympic Committee in each one of the countries. I don't know if it's an international branch, but it, it, that's not. Uh, um, uh, competitive advantage for everyone. That's a, that's a good for everyone. So I think that you will push the requirements in the technology companies because they have to meet that. It's not just adding new metrics. It's okay. Are those metrics actually what you are telling us? And are those reliable? I think that what FIFA and NBA did is one big step. I think that the next step is having an international community that actually uh, does that worldwide. Uh, if point one and point two are not there, Point three is the user, and I've done it myself uh, internally here and in Spain. Uh, you have to deal with third parties. We use uh, Southern Research Institute here in Texas. It's a, it's a massive engineering um, institute that help us with uh, all the technology to validate that. But in Spain, I did it with universities. Uh, I think that you have to do your homework. And because your credibility is at the stake with the players and the organization, you have to invest as much as is required to make sure that the technology that you're implementing, you are confident. Uh, and, and those three levels are the ones that uh, yeah, ideally we want a third party, but if it's not there, you have to do it. The second point was answering a question. 
not mm-hmm. creating another question. Mm-hmm. In terms of the technology that you've had experience with it in both uh, locations, where does that question come from? Does that question come from you? Does that question come from coaching staff mm-hmm. or a bit of a mixture of both depending on? Yeah, the way that um, I'm pretty structured mentally um, and the way that I, uh, that we implement technology um, where I've been is, is structured as well. And, and basically the, the, the background of the reasoning is, is we have two big groups, internal load, load and external load. And, and you want to, those are the questions. So you have, okay, I want to know more about internal load. I want to know more about uh, external load. Then you define the KPIs for internal load and external load. And then you find the best technology to gather information on those KPIs. That's the reasoning behind what I want to uh, acquire first. And as you know, um, external load is slightly easier because external load is basically what the player is doing, how much is moving. And, and there are tracking systems, computer-based tracking systems like Prozone uh, or, or in the NBA second spectrum now, uh, uh, Zebra in NFL. Um, but now the, the, the internal load, um, that's different. I mean, it's a very broad um, field that each professional will define themselves. Is it, is it the RPE and psychological and self-perception the metric or is it saliva biomarkers or is it the rate of force development in a counter-movement jump is um, RSI, etc. Uh, it's it's on you to define what are the KPIs for you and your sport and what is the best technology uh, following those four points that can answer those questions. So the first step is I have a skeleton of questions that I want to uh, answer. And then sometimes coaches are asking something extra and you put that question in your skeleton and your priority list and you say okay that, that's a, that's an important one because actually the coach who is coaching the players every day is asking about that so let's take a look at that and see a technology if it's easier to to implement because it's going to be used if the coach is asking for it so it's a it's a little bit of proactiveness and reactiveness point number three was easy to implement is, have you got some sort of process to assess how easy it is to implement? Check marks, what it does, what it what it can do, what it can't do. What's your uh, process in making sure that box is ticked? Yeah, I think that that's not uh, that's not a, um, a checklist that we have. Okay. It's more an, an inter- we have a any technology has to allow you for a trial period, right? And, and then you, in that trial period, you will engage the coaches that will use it. And in that trial period, you have to make sure that in your program, in your workflow, in the way that you structure your sessions on court, off court, on the weight room, that technology is implementable. In that trial period, you have to make sure that the coaches are not having to go out of, out of their way to get that data because that's going to happen the first month and it's not going to happen again. So... Uh, that trial period allows you to try the technology and say, okay, this technology is answering a question that we have and is, it, it fits our workflow. And those things together will make that the coaches will use it and that will increase the frequency of data collection. And if you have more data collection, uh, it's easier to make decisions, not with one collection every week, but with every session having data. 
another simple question, but I think it may be interesting for people to know. The trial period, and I know that sports tech companies are encouraging people to trial their product, to try to get it within the organization, getting people used to it, getting coaches expecting it, basically. But in terms of that trial period, what what kind of period do you need to get the information that you want? I know the standard's like four weeks, but is that enough for you to get what you need? Well, it, it, it depends on what type of data you are collecting. If, if it's a, if it's a, let's say that it's a full biomechanical assessment that you are trying, you'll have a hard time, first of all, uh, getting a trial period for a full Vicon system with force plates and blah, blah, blah. blah. If you're lucky enough and you have it uh, that time uh, and you are doing it once a week, I would say that one, one month is not enough because you will have four exposures tops with some players. Um, so maybe you want to try that for a longer period, maybe in off season and demo it with your coaches. Uh, that's what we do with, with systems that require more time and are more complex. Um, other systems like, I don't know, um, a VBT uh, device that there are 50 in the market, um, it, with, with a month is, is more than enough because basically what you are testing there is, is um, the, the user interface, uh, the data collection process, and the real-time feedback with the player. Um, if that works, um, it, it's just making sure that the coaches like what they are seeing and that the system is customizable enough. So yeah, it depends on the technology. Uh, the more complex the technology and the less frequent the data collection, the longer the period to, to validate if that works or not. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Pacey Performance Bite Size. So this clip came from episode number 299, which you can get on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Big thanks to Rock Daisy for sponsoring this episode today, and look forward to chatting to you next time.